What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I am your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And as you guys know, I had my boy Hank on the show last week. We talked about the 49ers. We talked a lot about Jimmy Garoppolo, and it was definitely a really good show. And um, I got one message for all, all the fans out there listening right now. Guess who's back, back, back again, yeah. That's right. Hank is back, everybody. What's going on, so, Hank? How you doing what's today? What's up, boys? What's up? How we doing? How we doing? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I knew I was going to be back. <laughs> oh, yeah. We knew you were coming back. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cringe was that? The little... Um, no, I mean, I think it was <laughs> I, I, I I give it maybe like a 3. I think it was <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. When I when I thought of that, I was like, I was so hyped. I was like, I'm totally putting that on today. Um, <laughs> and I know it's funny. Um, speaking of scales of one to 10, we're actually we have me and Hank have a segment today and we're going to go over every team in the NFL playoffs. And we're going to discuss how much we are. We fear them on a scale of one to 10 as 49er fans. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to go over um, all our predictions for the wild card games. So definitely some football coming up this weekend. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yes, sir. And um, I say we hop into maybe the wild card predictions because I do want to go over that first and then we'll get into the Niner okay. stuff after. Um, but let's go over over all these games. We'll do the Niner game last and then we'll then we'll get into all the other teams. That but works. Works. Let's start with uh, these Chargers and Jags. So the Chargers are favored by one in this game. It's very likely going to be a close game. Pretty mm-hmm. similar teams. How are you feeling? Who are you leaning in this game? Yeah, so this game, um, I would say out of out of the six wild card games, um, this one is the one that is probably the closest, in my personal opinion. Um, obviously, like you know, the I I would say that the Chargers' weapons, um, and over the course of the season, of course, they've been better. Um, and you know, you can't knock players like uh, Herbert or um. Khalil Mack, you know, um, Austin Eckler, of course, you know, um, I just, I feel like, um, I'm, I'm not totally sure. I'm not totally sure. I I really think it could go either way. I think that, that, um, Trevor Lawrence has really taken, um, a a few steps forward this season, Mm -hmm. um, in his leadership. And I think that, that this is definitely not a result that the executives in Jacksonville were, expecting at all um i think you know obviously like uh you 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 go into each season with the with the hope of of a postseason push and and an eventual hoisting of the lombardi trophy but if we're being honest like after the season that jacksonville had last year and the year prior it's just you know they weren't expecting to make the playoffs like this so um i think i i would have to lean um chargers on this one um I, I would I would lean yeah I'd lean Chargers on this one so I I'd, I'd agree with the with the thread yeah and I do agree with you that I think this will this is going to be a very close game and obviously the spread says that as well being only a one point favorite in the Chargers um it's definitely a tough one to predict I see a lot of people going with the underdog even though it's not much of an underdog they're going with the Jags um and I see a lot of people going with the Chargers this one's pretty evenly split mm-hmm. I think if you're looking strictly at weapons I like the Chargers more. Um, you know, they got amazing offensive weapons and defense, their defense, obviously their team as a whole, obviously hasn't maybe lived up to the amount of weapons they have, but they do have those guys who can make that play and yeah. just change a game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe a little bit more than the Jags have. The Jags are definitely sneaky. They're definitely a team. You can't overlook them. Um, and again, like I said, I think this game will be extremely close. And I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to lean Chargers on this one. I have a feeling Herbert's going to get this done because um, there's been a lot of talk about Herbert. He can't make the playoffs. He's had a, not the not the best year. I think Herbert's going to get this one done. It may be a close game, but I see the Chargers coming out on top probably by maybe a field goal or something pretty yeah. pretty intense yeah. match. I think it'll be pretty close. I agree with that. <clears throat> um. All right, next we got Dolphins-Bills. Oh, the Bills are going to spank them. I, I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be incredibly disrespectful. I think <laughs> – I think it's going to be akin to what we saw last night um, with Georgia TCU. Um, oh my goodness! That was, I mean, it was disrespectful at a at a certain point, right? Um, I think <laughs> you know. I think that the Dolphins' only chance would be if Tua plays, but um, after sustaining you know his second known concussion, when actuality he probably had three this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I just you know. I mean, three concussions in such a short period of time is so dangerous. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the medical staff could ever even clear him to play. But I also don't know how he couldn't play because if he doesn't play, then the Dolphins have no chance against the Bills. Um, You know, it's going to be in Orchard Park. It's going to be snowy. It's likely snowy. It's going to be cold as rocks. You know, like it's it's just I think that it's going to be Bill's you know, 38 to 10 or something. And I think (laughs) I, I really just, I don't see how Miami even has a chance. Yeah. Well, even touching on Tua, I think at some point, you know, with all these concussions, you're, it's tough because it's a playoff game. You want to be there on, on the team, on the field, but you know, at some point you got to look at the health aspect and, and yourself as a human rather than, you know, playing a game Um, because concussions, getting a lot of concussions, that's, that's recipe for disaster in the head. I mean, you, it's not yeah. good. And it's, I mean, you know, three, three over a career is pretty bad. And, but three in not even a calendar year yeah. is just, I mean, it's uh, crazy. I, it's, 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 it's crazy. It is. And it sucks because obviously we want to see him out there. But I mean, we'll see what happens if he'll play the spread. The Bills are favored by 10 and a half. So I guess the better question is do they cover the spread? Do they win by more than 10 and a half? I think they will. I I think they will. (laughs) I think it's got to be at least two scores. Uh, Well, more than two scores, you know. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Buffalo's just, especially, I mean, Buffalo's got a lot of momentum, I think, too. I think, I think they're kind of the, um, their story that everybody wants to see win. Everyone's kind of, a lot of people are, if their team's on the playoffs, they're probably rooting for Buffalo with obviously the sure. whole DeMar Hamlin situation and everything. Sure. Um, and so they probably have a lot of people rallying behind them. They got, they got a great fan base and their team, obviously the one that really matters is the team on the field's unreal. Yeah. So, you know, I could totally see Buffalo smacking Miami by two yeah, touchdowns I, or even I, three. I, I just really don't see how it, it's going to be close. I mean, watch – Watch whoever's at at quarterback, whether it's Tua or Teddy Bridgewater. Watch them, you know, have four touchdown passes and you know make the game super close, or maybe even end up on top. But I just really don't see a, a, a reality where that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me neither. Me neither. <clears throat> um, okay, heading into well, that was I think that was the first Sunday game. So the afternoon Sunday game, which is this is a game where everyone's saying might be extremely close. Giants Vikings. Vikings are favored by three. Obviously, the Vikings kind of started to slow down towards the end. A lot of people might be calling them fraudulent. 
Um, the Giants snuck in at the sixth seed, you know, kind of unexpected at the beginning of the year. No one would have thought the Giants would be in the playoffs. Now here they are going against Minnesota. Who do you got taking this game? Um, you know, okay, so the Vikings record obviously is is very good at 13 and four. Um, but you know, they won 11 of their games by one score. That can be either a good thing, showing that they're very clutch in very close games, um, that they're able to, I mean, they're able to beat very good opponent, opponents like they beat Buffalo. Um, but then again, it could also be like, well, you know, maybe they're making a close game out of out of games that don't need to be made so close, right? Yeah. Um, I think... Um, I think with the Giants, you know, they're they're finally getting healthy, um, you know, at, because th- this season, you know, that they um, they lost, you know, uh, McKinney and, and, and Jackson and um, or at least over the course of the season. And I just feel like um, they're getting healthy. They're getting up to 100 percent. So it's hard to judge the Giants based off of their, um, you know based off of this season um so much cuz I, I i just feel like there there wasn't like a week where they were fully at 100%. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I would say this game is probably going to be a little bit closer too but i I'm, I'm going to have to lean with with the Vikings cuz mm-hmm. i feel like i just feel like Jay Jettas is going to have an incredible game. I feel like he's going to have something like 200 receiving yards. Yeah. I, I pretty much agree. I do think, and I, I, I'm, I'm looking for some underdogs here that I want to take, but I just think the Vikings are going to take this game. I'm, I'm not very high on the Giants at all. Um, I, I, I think they're arguably the worst team in the playoffs right now. And, and, and that's not taking anything away because obviously they made the playoffs respect to them and Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball and all them. But um, I don't think they're very that great of a team. I don't think, I think Minnesota's better as much as it might be a close game considering a lot of Minnesota's games are close, but I just think when you look at the talent difference, I don't think it's very close either. I think the Vikings have way more talent. Um, Justin Jefferson is arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Um, they got they have a great receiving core all around. Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins obviously can be a little shaky at times, but overall, a solid quarterback. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> they they have guys that can that can do it, and I think they're a lot better than the Giants are. Again, I think this game might be close. Um, I could even see the Vikings winning, but the Giants covering that three-point spread, maybe only losing by two or one. Mm. Um, but I am going to roll with Minnesota here. Although I don't pre- – they, they probably won't get past this round, or they probably won't get past the next round. I don't see Minnesota going very far. Depends on who they play and all that. But um, I do think they have what it takes to overcome the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I mean, you know, you, you look at the Giants' record over this over the course of the season. Um, they've only had one one victory against um, a team with the winning record, and that that was Baltimore. Um, and these teams did play each other um, mm-hmm. in the. Um, I don't totally remember which week it was. Was it? I think I it think was week it, sixteen. Yeah, was I think it? it was it was one of the recent ones. Yeah, it was pretty uh, recently. Yeah, it was week sixteen. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, but it was a close game, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was a walk-off field goal, right? Um, yeah. So who knows? I mean, knows? I mean, the Giants are 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 healthy now. So um, I think I think it. I think you're right, though. I think that that um, the Vikings will pull it out. Um, the yeah. Giants. And obviously, anything can happen. We could see the Giants come out really rolling because 
you know, football playoffs, it's just one game, you know, one it's yeah. all it is. You got one game to win it. And uh, Giants could have that on game because they've had a couple of those this season where they've looked really, that offense has looked surprisingly to my surprise, pretty good. So um, anything can happen, but I am going to rock with the Vikings if I had to put some money on it. Yep. Um, next game, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by six and a half. What do you got in this one? Yeah. So I think that, I think that, once again, this is this is similar to the Bills um, Dolphins situation, in that the Dolphins' only chance um, to beat the Bills is if Tua plays, and the Ravens' only chance to beat the Bengals is if Lamar plays. Um, if it's not Lamar, then the Bengals are going to spank him. Oh yeah. Um, if if it is Lamar, I think that the Bengals will still win, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens pulled out an upset. I think that the Ravens defense has been playing incredibly, um, you know, in, in the time where uh, since since Lamar has gone down, um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Roquan just got his extension today. Um, yep. I think that's incredibly well-deserved. And so, you know, it, it, you know, it's hard to just write off the, the Ravens like this, but at the same time, the Bengals, you know, they made the, pl- they made the playoffs last year. They made it to the Super Bowl last year. They came within three points of winning the Super Bowl last year, and they really haven't, haven't, excuse me, they have really haven't missed, like, stepped out of stride um, this season. I mean, they started a little slow. They were, they were 0-2, but then, you know, they just, they kept rolling. Um, They've been Joe hot Burrow, recently. Joe Burrow is is an incredible quarterback. Um, you know, their their offensive weapons have been playing at, at a, at a high level um mm-hmm. when they were they were pretty inconsistent last year um at least in the in the postseason so I think that um I mean I think they've improved and I, I think that the Bengals are are gonna beat them yeah I'm with you and I think the Bengals are gonna win this very convincingly regardless if Lamar Jackson plays or not um obviously that gives the Ravens a better chance if Lamar Jackson plays but I think this Bengals team is so hot right now I think they're easily covered the six and a half spread um and I see them just coming out and just putting up points and I know that the, like you said the Ravens defense especially has actually held up um pretty good recently and I just am loving what I'm seeing from Cincinnati's offense I think they're on an eight game win streak putting up like I think 20 it's like they're putting up at least 25 a game it seems like over these last eight 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 or, eight or so games geez um and you know I just I'm I'm rocking with Cincinnati here and Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I'm going with these guys. Um, I'm not a big fan of Baltimore. I don't think they're all that great. One of the one of the lower end teams in the playoffs for sure. I don't think it's gonna really matter a whole lot if Lamar Jackson comes back and plays. Obviously, it'll give him a better chance, no doubt about that. But um, I don't even see him, you know, uh putting them over the edge. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know so much about that. I feel like I feel like Lamar Jackson is is one of those players where, you know, you you kind of have to dedicate like a significant amount of of planning time um around him. And um, you know, he's been out and that's obviously uh affected the the Ravens success um over the past few weeks. Um but you know if he comes back and plays uh, I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the if the Ravens win, because um, he's just that influential of a of a player. He's he's an incredible quarterback. He's an incredible running back. Like I think, 
I don't know. I just think he's he's one of those players. You're right. He's probably that player that you described. He's probably the biggest one in the league when it comes to having to game plan for one specific player on how to contain him. And I do agree that he's a very difficult player to even to just plan for. Um, So you're going to have to dedicate a lot of what you do preparing for that game for Lamar Jackson. And he does give the Ravens a way better chance to win the game. Um, but I just don't think Lamar Jackson has a whole lot to even work with um, to to overcome this, to put up more points than this Bengals offense. So um, I definitely hear what you're saying. And no, I, I agree with you on that. I think that, that, you know, outside of Lamar, I think that the Ravens strong points are their defense. I think their, their offensive weapons are outside of Mark Andrews. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's, it's kind of abysmal. They don't yeah. even have like <laughs> a, a solid wide receiver one. Um, it, it's like they're playing with a bunch of wide receiver threes. It's I just um, so I, you know, obviously they they'll need to address that in the in the off season unless Sammy Watkins decides to, um, you know, emulate <laughs> former Chiefs um, yeah. teammate in in Tyreek Hill. But you know, I just don't see that that occurring. Yeah, which also kind of raises the question of you know. What do you think is going to happen with the future for Lamar Jackson? I mean, do you think he stays in Baltimore? Because it doesn't really seem like they've given him that those offensive weapons that a lot of these top-tier quarterbacks have. Yeah, so, you know, I, I don't see Lamar staying in, in Baltimore because, you know um, – I mean, okay, we'll, we'll look, look at their – look at their um, – their opponent, their their wild card opponent in in Joe Burrow, right? Um, it's a similar situation. I mean, obviously Burrow's been in the league um, less than 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 Lamar Jackson uh, for a shorter amount of time, but at the same time, you know, um, they've drafted weapons to build around their franchise quarterback. You know that Joe Burrow will likely stay in Cincinnati because they will do everything they can to keep him there. And they have done that and they've given him weapons. They've given him, given him T Higgins. They've given him, you know, Jamar chase. They've, they've given him players to build his team around. I mean, he already had Tyler Boyd and, and Mixon when he got there, but um, you know, with all of those, all of those other weapons, uh, I mean, that's that they're building around, mm-hmm. around Joe Burrow. Whereas with, Lamar Jackson, it, it feels almost as if his his you know desires like, are, are, are yeah. kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Um, it's kind that, of like we already got Lamar Jackson. Okay, now we're good, and it's kind of like yeah. they just stop. It's like you got more to do. It's not just Lamar Jackson yeah. by himself will not win you a Super Bowl. You need to surround him with players. Yeah, you know, his best wide receiver that he's had was Hollywood Brown. And, like, not to knock Hollywood Brown, but, like, he's not a wide receiver one. You know, he's uh, like just not – he's not He's not at that at that point. Uh-huh. Um, they, you know, they could have made an effort and, and tried to, to draft one of these, you know, high-end wide receivers that came out – I mean – you know, they, they could have gone after uh, a T Higgins type or, a you know, a Christian Watson or, or something yeah. like that. They, they didn't. And, and so it's just, um, I, I don't see him staying in, in Baltimore. Yeah. I, I don't know if I do either. And one team that I could see him going to is maybe the jets. Um, the jets, you know, they're pretty much a quarterback away from being a pretty serious team. Uh, their defense is just amazing. Their mm-hmm. offense 
with a quarterback will excel because they've just, they've been held back with Zach Wilson, who just hasn't done the job. Um, and that's, that's what the, they have a great coach, big fan of Robert Sala. Obviously we know from him being on the Niners, being a coach for the Niners, um, defensive coordinator. And, um, you know, that, that team is good all around. And the only thing they lack is a, is a passer as a quarterback. And with Lamar Jackson, that could totally elevate that offense. So I could see him becoming a jet. No, I, I agree with you. And I, I think another place he might he might end up is um New Orleans. Um I think that that New Orleans is um, you know, they they're not they're not necessarily a quarterback away um so much as as the Jets are, but I think that what we've seen from Chris Olave this season, um, I mean, he he'd likely be the best wide receiver that that Lamar Jackson would have potentially played with. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I think that that, um, you know, New Orleans is is probably a little bit more of a dark horse um, yeah. in that in that aspect. But I, I, I would say that, yeah, that's that's a potential landing spot for him. Yeah. And there's a couple, man, because heading into next season, there's a couple teams that are that may have part ways with their quarterback. I mean, you got Indianapolis now likely without Matt Ryan, the Raiders look like they're getting rid of Carr. even Washington, who knows what their quarterback situation is like. So there are a lot of teams out there now that are looking for a quarterback and um, there's definitely some potential landing spots. Yeah. I think, I think Washington's another, another really good spot. I would say I'd probably put that just behind New York and probably just in front of New Orleans. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, Washington, they, they were in the hunt basically until all the way to the end. Um, and, um, you know, they, they've shown that they can, they can win with Taylor Heineke and, oh, yeah. and Carson Wentz. So yeah. I mean, you, you add arguably the most dynamic player in the in the league in Lamar Jackson. I, I could see them going all the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, even like Atlanta. So there's like, um, they're yeah. kind of a, there's their team right in there too. So a lot of places, a lot of places for Lamar to go. Um, okay. Heading into the. Final game before we get into the Niner game. Cowboys Bucks. Cowboys favored by three points. This game is on Monday night. Should be super interesting. What do you think? Um, all right. So the Bucks are the only team in the in the playoffs with a losing record. Um <laughs> I think, you know, well, you know, that that's just the NFC South for you this year. Um, I think that that Mike Evans has has Turned a page over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe turned a page. Maybe the game's for flukes. I mean, regardless, he still had 200 receiving yards that one week. So, um, that's impressive. And then, of course, they have Tom Brady, um, as their as their play caller. I just feel it like you know Tom Brady. He's you can't you can't write off Tom Brady after his whole career. He's the oldest man in the league. He's still a very good quarterback. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, we have the same conversation year after year. Oh, Tom Brady, is he too old this year? Oh, Tom Brady, is he too old this year? And and time and time again, the answer has been no. Um, Granted, you know, maybe this is the year. Uh But at, at the same time, um, I don't think that the Cowboys are are you know that dangerous. Um, yes, were they in the hunt for the one seed all the way to the end? Yes. Um, yes, you know, do have has their team been 
been really solid even when Dak has been injured. Yes. Um, at the same time, I mean, I'm just not confident in, in Dak's ability to perform. I'm yeah. certainly not confident in Mike McCarthy. Um, I think he's a very <laughs> bad coach that, has, you know, just sailed. You know, he just rode the success of that one Super Bowl win. And he's rode the success of his quarterbacks his whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't see them beating the Bucks. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. And so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the underdog here and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with with Tampa Bay. I don't I mean I would say this is probably a little bit closer. Um I I wouldn't be surprised if it's you know uh um a one score game. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it's within three points, but at the same time, I'm rocking with Tom Brady, I'm rocking with Tampa. So this game, I have my winner written down here. And this whole time, every time I look at my sheet, I see that game in the corner of my eye and I flip flop in my head. Who do I go with Um, this entire time? I've been trying to think and you bring up some very valid points. And I think there, I think this game is I think this is a great Monday night game, how they have this game on Monday night. Last game of the wild card weekend. It's the Monday night game. It's going to be a good one, I think. I think you said, or I don't know if you said it, but I've heard uh, Brady never lost to the Cowboys in his career. I don't know if you just said that, but I, mean, I, I didn't that say that. But yeah, yeah, I heard uh, that somewhere. I, I, I know that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always never lost to the Cowboys in his career. That could keep going. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. And the reason I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win is there's a couple reasons. Number one is the Bucks. They just cannot run the ball. And, um, their run game has been pretty bad this entire season. And the Cowboys defense is very good. Uh, Micah Parsons will just, he'll control that run game by himself. Um, so this Cowboys defense is amazing. I don't think the 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 Bucks will be able to run at all. Their running has been just horrendous. Um, and this, the Bucks like Mike Evans and Tom Brady all season have not had the connection. It seems like that they've had in previous years as of recently now, especially with that monster game. I think it was week 17. Mike Evans had over 200 receiving yards. They're finally getting that back. It seems like, um, I don't think it's going to be enough though. And I think that Dallas has a very good offense. I'm not the biggest fan of Dak to get it done when it really, really matters. But I think to get out of the first round, I think he can do it. Um, not a fan of really the Bucks coaching staff at all. I'm I just when I look at the Bucks team and how they play, I'm just not a fan of anything besides the quarterback. Um, so now if somebody wants to tell me the Bucks are gonna win this game, all you have to say is the words Tom Brady, and I will totally like yeah, that's a very valid argument. Tom Brady, he could totally win this game. We've seen him defy the odds many, many times. So that's totally in the realm of possibility. Um, and I feel so lame because I went with every team that's favored here, but I just, I feel like that's all going to happen, man. I really, really do. But I I, I could see Tampa Bay maybe even covering the spread since it's a three-point spread. I think it's going to be a close game um, or not. I can see the Cowboys. I just, what I think is the Cowboys take this game. Um, I just think the Bucks have been too bad this year. They haven't showed me enough. Um, but again, Tom Brady, one game, he could get it done. But I'm going to rock with 
Dallas on this one. I think that's fair. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, you got to take into account the uh, the injuries that Tampa has mm-hmm. has dealt with this year. Um, they've lost, um, you know, <laughs> a lot of a lot of key players like, um, you know, Vita Vea, you know, uh, Tristan Wirfs uh, have have been affected by by certain injuries, um, lower body injuries. So. You got to take that into account, but at the same time, Tom Brady. You know, yep. um, I think I I just I'm not confident enough in in the Cowboys' ability to win in the playoffs. Too, um, mm-hmm. uh, I know that's that's a franchise thing, but it's also a Mike McCarthy thing. It's also a Dak Prescott thing. Um, I'm just not confident in them. I think that. Um, you know, I mean, and they also played earlier this season. Um, and yeah, and they did. and they they you know it was a defensive game, but oh yeah, Bucks still spanked them um by sixteen points. So, um, if you can call that a spanking, I guess you know you can. That's that's two touchdowns with two uh, <laughs> two point conversions each, right? But um, I I don't know. I I I do know, and I'm rocking with Tampa. Tampa's gonna win this game. Yeah, and that can happen. Um, one hundred percent. I think it's going to be a really good game, though. I do, and I think sure, it, sure. it'll be might be low scoring. Um, but I think the Cowboys are going to ultimately take this one. Sure. Let's move on to our guys. The first game of the whole wild card, super wild card weekend. The first game, Niners Seahawks Saturday at one thirty. The 49ers are favored to win this game by ten points. Touchdown and a field goal. They're favored to win this game by a little Brock Purdy. Mystery relevant. Who do you got in this one? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they, they've they obviously played twice already this season um, with the Niners winning pretty, pretty confidently, pretty dominantly both times. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that it's it's really difficult to beat a team three times in the same year. But if any team can do it, I would say it's the 49ers. I think that that the weaknesses that have been shown in the past, you know, at, at quarterback um, and in the secondary have been, for the most part, relatively fixed this year. I think that that Brock Purdy, I mean, a lot of a lot of what we know about Brock Purdy, um, we've seen just from these past five games. Um, and so there's still there's still a lot of unknown. Um, I mean, he's able to win in high, high intensity games that are close. We saw that in Las Vegas. Um, he's also able to dominate um other teams other high quality teams we saw that when they beat the the dolphins you know um and and i i guess also when they beat seattle um in week 15 mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you know how will he fare in the postseason um i mean there's there is that that you know we we can look at, at other other quarterbacks from in backup roles that have have found success in the postseason, most recently, you know, Nick Foles, of course. But at the same time, it's like, you know, w- w- there's still a lot that you don't know. 
As for the secondary of the 49ers, the secondary of the 49ers is phenomenal this year. It's really, I mean, it's not, it's, it's unlike anything I've seen in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it reminds me of, you know, Dante Whitner and Deshaun oh, Wilson, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Carlos man. Rogers. I remember Carlos Rogers Carlos. had those, like that stretch of like five weeks where he had an interception each week. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's the greatest football player of all time yeah i mean obviously Mm -hmm. but like um you know the secondary the defense in general has just been incredible arguably the best all season um i mean there was that that one week against kansas city and they did let uh give up 34 points i believe to the raiders um but you know they they're able to win um they've their 10 game win streak is it i think yeah Ten games, crazy. Ten game win streak. Um, Christian McCaffrey has brought a lot to this offense. Um, I I really don't see. I mean, okay, no, I do see because I'm a I'm a very very pessimistic 49ers fan. I do see a reality where the Seahawks win this game. Oh yeah, percent, hundred percent. Because it's still it's still the 49ers. The, oh, yeah. the 49ers will still manage to break my heart in the postseason. <laughs> 100%. Um, and, you know, I just keep on thinking about last year when we uh, we beat the Rams twice yeah. in regular season. Uh, um, first time in relatively <laughs> dominant fashion. The second time, you know, in less dominant, but still still beat them, still made it to the playoffs. And then we lost in the, the third time we faced them. Um, and so I just... You know, I'm I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking like, you know, Geno Smith has played phenomenally this year. Um, they are, I mean, they the Seahawks defense is isn't up to par. It's not like the defenses we've seen of the past, mm-hmm. um, especially with with Jordan Brooks being out now, um, out for the rest of the season. I I think that that the 49ers key key to success is just run the ball. Um, I mean, they did that the past, the past two times they played them, um, they found success. So I think as long as they don't try to get all crafty, um, through the air, I think that the 49ers will win and they'll win comfortably. Yeah. Um, first I like, I like how you said you're a pessimistic 49er fan because it's, it's funny because I have heard that from people many times that I am a pessimistic 49er fan. They're like, you're always so negative. You can never be happy. Um, and I don't call that pessimism and I don't, first off, cause this is something I've always wanted to like address. I think it's just being realistic and <laughs> yeah. keeping yeah. it real and calling it how it is because there are, a you know, cause we're on 49 or Twitter. We follow 49 Instagram pages, whatever. There are a lot of overly optimistic 49er fans who just way overly optimistic. Yeah. It's, and it's and I mean we could see that too. We could see that in the comments oh, of, yeah. of of your TikTok when you yeah. released that clip of us talking about, you know, Jimmy G and all these guys talking about, oh, but he wins this, he wins that. Wins mm-hmm. are not that is not a quarterback stat unless mm-hmm. you're like t- Tom Brady, right? And yeah. you're a million years old and you're still just <laughs> as good as when you were when you're 25. Yeah. Um, that's not that's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's just the too many people, uh, okay, people get it people get it twisted because I like I said, I've heard a lot of people tell me that I'm just too pessimistic, but I'm just gonna 
call it how it is. And you're the same way, which is those are the type of fans that I I would love to talk with. Because when I'm talking to a fan that's like, we're the Niners, like, we're going to beat this. We're, we're going to beat this team. We're going to beat this team. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's like, let we got to be realistic, man. Tone it down a little bit. I will give somebody on the team their credit, yeah. their flowers, yeah. if they do something great. Yeah, I want them. That's what I'm rooting for. I'll, I'll shed tears of joy yeah. for <laughs> years. Exactly. Years if they win the Super Bowl this year. Exactly. But- but you know, I feel like I feel like maybe it's it's a difference in 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 generations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I feel like the younger 49er fans have no nothing but but you know playoff heartbreak. Yeah, um, you think about the the times you know we lost. Obviously, in the in the two Super Bowls we've seen, um, we you know when we lost in in um, New Orleans and in Miami, um, and then you think about the the playoff losses. Well, I I think just the one loss to um, Seattle and how that just you know ripped a a hole in my heart that we've took had, years yeah mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to men and then and then of course you know recently against against the Rams which was just an absolute bitch to get over I mean I'm still yeah. not really over that one it's just never like I mean we'll never get over those and. You know, you you can look back. I mean, when I hear the name Kyle Williams, I get triggered inside and I don't I don't do this. But sometimes it makes me want to go on his Instagram page and just say, hey, man, you choked me a Super Bowl away, even though it was like 10 years ago. I I don't definitely knows that, though. But you know that that play is thinking like it's just I hope it is over and over and over again in his head. I hope it is. I hope it is till the day he dies, because that play right there defines that man. Um, But again, what my point was that, you know. People call us pessimistic Niner fans. Again, I think we're just realistic Niner fans. I I don't think we like to get carried away or too optimistic when something isn't to be optimistic about. Um, mm-hmm. So there are a lot of delusional Niner fans out there, to say the least. Oh, <laughs> um, but getting back to this specific game, <laughs> I I yeah, I think um, I think we are clearly the better team here, and and, and that's yes. not even a debate. Um, and I think we will win this game. I'm going in there with. Um, a feeling that we are going to come out winning it. And, but again, like you said, I think there is a scenario where we don't for a couple of reasons. Number one, I mean, it's Seattle, you know, this is a division rival. We've had these games where we have ended up losing regardless of our quarterback. I mean, they have always kind of had our number. Now we've, we've beaten them uh, more so in recent years, but over the span of this rivalry, they found ways to beat us when it hurt most. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we could definitely see Seattle, you know, come out on top. But another reason is we have a rookie quarterback coming into the playoffs on a championship contender, arguably a top three team, arguably a top one team in the league. I mean, you could make the argument. I don't know if I'd say that, but you could make that argument. And I like what I see from Brock Purdy. And I think he's playing very well for coming into this situation. Um, But he's due for a big time stinker game. And 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 coming in as, as a rookie into this team, into this situation, into the playoffs. I mean, we're in the playoffs. This is this is when it matters. I mean, who knows how he's gonna play, right? And it's tough to even hold that against him because he's done so well with us. But you know, there are a lot of I think you said uncertainties. I mean, we don't really know how this can really go. 
Um, so definitely, I think we will win this game. 10 points spreads a lot. Um, that's a lot of points to, to cover right there. Um, I could see Seattle covering that. I do think we will win. And the one thing that I do also want to bring up, um, which may not hurt us as much in this game, but maybe in future rounds, if we end up advancing is this defense, just because I think that we have a top defense in the league, top three, top two, we have an amazing defense, but the one thing, and I posted a TikTok about it. I don't know if you saw it, but the one thing that slightly concerns me just very slightly is when this team has played powerhouse offenses or ver- or offenses with a lot of weapons, they tend to give up a lot of points. And if we go back into the season, we played Kansas City, I think it was like week uh, seven or so, and we gave up 44 points. Defense looked bad. And I'm not coming in here expecting the 49ers defense to shut everybody down every single week because that's just unrealistic. But we gave up 44 points. I was like, okay, whatever. Move on to the next games. Kansas City's good. That was at the time we didn't know how good the Niners really were. Then, then this is when the winning streak yeah. starts. Um, but if you look back at this winning streak, this 10-game winning streak, we really never played an amazing offense except you could say the Chargers. However, they had a lot of injuries they were dealing with on that offense. So yeah. I think Mike Williams and Keenan Allen may have been out that game. Um they had a lot of injuries they were dealing with, so I don't really know how much of a powerhouse, how many great offensive weapons we can call that. Miami, I'll give them. They sh- they dismantled that offense. That was kind of the turning point of Miami's season, actually. They just, after that game, Miami's never looked the same, so they did do that. Although Tua looked very bad on his own. He was just making horrible passes. Um, and then the Raiders, I'd say, with... You know, not the best offense that we've seen, but weapons. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, they have big-time guys that are tough to guard. And we gave up 34 points, almost lost. Uh, we won on a game-winning field goal. And then you look at these other teams. I mean, yeah, we beat the Rams. We beat the Cardinals, the Saints, the Bucks, Seattle, Washington, and Arizona again. It's like, you know, I'm not complaining because wins are wins. We're playing who's put in front of us. But I will say... That when we play Kansas City and we play the Raiders, these two teams with with offensive weapons that are kind of tough to contain, we gave up a lot of points. And, you know, when we go against a powerhouse offense in the playoffs, like a like a Kansas City or a Buffalo or or whatever, I don't know how we're going to look. Eagles or the like, Eagles, you know, Eagles. Let's, let's not let's just, yeah. let's not automatically assume we're we're only going to face the powerhouse offense. In a- no, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, Eagles, one hundred percent. Um, I mean, hell, even the Vikings, they have uh, they have great offensive weapons. Uh, we obviously we talked about them earlier, and we'll talk about them a little bit more later. Cowboys, but yeah. in the cow, there are there are this is the playoffs now. We're not going against any scrubs. I mean, all those teams I named. I mean, Miami made the playoffs. Tampa made the playoffs with a bad offense. And Seattle made the playoffs with a not great offense. So it's like we're going against playoff teams. We're going against playoff offenses now for the most part. And, you know, I think this defense can get it done. I think they hope I hope they kind of wake up a little bit after that Raider game because they looked good for the most part uh, against Arizona. The first half or the first quarter was not that great, but after that, we just took over defense. Yeah, we, we gave up that one that one touchdown, but they didn't allow any points um, in the second yeah. half. So. Yeah, yeah, Um, So, you know, I, I'm not – this is not a concern that's, like, keeping me up at night where I'm like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. But just something that I've noticed and something that I am a little bit, like, 
going to be watching for if we go against a big time offense. You no, know? That, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't think about that, but that's, that's a valid point. I mean, you know, you could, you could chalk up um, that, that Kansas city game to um, a lot of, a lot of guys missing, um, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of, a lot of key players missing from injuries or whatnot. And also you could say like, well, you know, we, were, we still had Jimmy um, at quarterback. Yeah, that's so true. We, that we holds had, us back. <laughs> we, we didn't have Brock Purdy there. Um, and granted, that's that's an offensive, um, you know, situation. But you know, um, I don't know. I think you, you're right. You know, there are. It, this is a very good off, uh, very good defense, and arguably top three, top two, even potential best in the league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but you know that doesn't mean they're perfect, and mm-hmm. there are there are certain things that they'll need to figure out um, if the 49ers do advance and play um, a team like like the Cowboys or Vikings, um, where there's you know uh, some some potential um, for so you know so some potential. Um, high for, high quality offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For something to go wrong. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you on that. Um, but overall, going into this this specific game, I think the Niners will come out on top. I hope they come out on top, but it's not going to be easy. Yes, yes, I would agree with you. <clears throat> all right, those are all of the games for our Super Wild Card Weekend, which should be a fun weekend. I, I love it. You know, two sat. Two Saturday games, three Sunday games, and then a Monday night game should be should be fun. A lot of football to watch. Which one is is there is there another Nickelodeon game? Which one is the Nickelodeon game? If there I'm is, not sure. Um, I am not a hundred percent sure if there is a Nickelodeon game. I don't really watch that stream. I, I do. Do you like that one? Yeah, I think it, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there was one game a uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was the Nickelodeon stream. Or maybe a few. Yeah. I didn't watch it though. I was never the biggest fan. I just always like my just Yeah, it was a Christmas simple. day. It was it was Broncos Rams. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah. And I remember um do do you be do you watch the uh on Monday night football? Do you ever watch Peyton and Eli? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I'm not a, I see a lot of people that love that. Sometimes I tune in, but mostly if it's just a guest that I want to hear, like somebody like sometimes they had Steph Curry on. I think they might have had Draymond Green on one time. Um, yeah. But for the most part, I always like my stream just simple. But a lot of people love it. And I think it's cool that they do the Nickelodeon stream. It appeals to like a younger audience, maybe or so. Um, yeah. But definitely. always got to have that regular stream in there. But <laughs> I'm not seeing one here, I think. Yeah. I don't know if they do for playoffs, but because they're not sure this year. But uh, that's all right. No it's worries. all right. Um, okay. Well, let's move on to our next segment, which is me and Hank are going to go over every single playoff team. Right now, we are going to rank them on a scale of 1 to 10 on how much we fear them as 49er fans. How much, are we ranking rate, them? Rate, rate. rate I'm sorry. Did, did I say rank? I'm going to say rate. Rate okay, them 1 to 10. Yeah, each team will rank, rate <laughs> will rate them 1 to 10 on how much we don't want to play them. 1 being bring them on and 10 being, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want them. Um, let's start in the NFC. We'll go over all the NFC teams. And okay. we'll go over teams we could potentially play in the Super Bowl. NFC, let's start with uh we can go uh alphabetic order here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one to ten. How you feeling? Uh wait, remind me, is it one one is don't want to face? 
No, one's bring them on. I'm not scared of you at all. Um, yeah, I, I'd I'd say probably a, a two or a three. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we we played them a few weeks back, um, spanked them. Um, Brock Purdy outdueled Tom Brady. I mean, I. I, I don't think that the Bucks have gotten significantly better. I mean, you know, we, uh, maybe Mike Evans and and Tom Brady have have made that connection now, um, but you know, I just I'm not super frightened of them. So I, mm-hmm. I I'm a, I'm gonna say a three. I'm gonna say a three. Um, and I think that if if the 49ers and Buccaneers do play each other uh, at some point this this season, um, I think. I think that that um, the 49ers would – this postseason, I think the 49ers would win. Yeah, I actually have them at a three as well. Um, I I mean, you pretty much covered it. You pretty much nailed it there. Um, played him earlier in the year. Not not very long ago, a couple weeks ago, Brock Purdy game. This is his first start. Um, you know, offense looked great. Defense looked great. Our offense and defense, not theirs. Pretty much the contrary for them. Um, and, you know, I think overall we're better – just Tampa has not looked good pretty much at all this season. They've just been kind of below expectations all year. So I have them at a three as well. Not very scared of uh, the Bucks here. <clears throat> all right. Next, Cowboys. Um, how you feeling about them? Yeah, so I know for the the Bucks and Cowboys, I I picked the Bucks to beat the Cowboys. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean I think that the Bucks are a better team. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say that that in terms of weapons and whatnot, I think that the Cowboys are significantly stronger. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I do think that the Cowboys would put up a, a better, um, you know, a, a more, more competition against the 49ers. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would, I'm going to say a five um, against the Cowboys. I think their, their weakness is, is Dak and their weakness is their coaching um, in terms of their, their weapons you know, um, I think that they're incredibly strong at their weapons. Um, Pollard and and Zeke, um, you know, CD. I I I think that they're they're a solid team, and I think that they could they could give the 49ers a run for their money. At the same time, um, I'm taking the Niners nine times out of ten. So give me a yeah. five. Yeah, five's pretty fair. I got them at about a six. Um, yeah. you know. Like like you said again, Dallas they got weapons. You know they got guys to cover. C.D. Lamb, uh, Zeke Pollard, even Dalton Schultz is a very solid tight end. Um, you know they got they got guys that can make some noise on offense, and of course their defense. You know they they got guys all over. Even Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, um, mm-hmm. their front seven's very good. So they're definitely a solid team. Um, so I, like I said, I have them at a six out of ten. Uh, meaning you know, if I, if we play them, oh shoot. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, I mean, I, I think we'll win. I think we're better, but, you know, they definitely can give us a run. So um, I will put them at about a six. Dallas had a six. <clears throat> Eagles. This is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, e- Eagles, I'm putting at a nine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, they're they're far and away the, the best team in the NFC. Um, outside of the 49ers, maybe even including the 49ers. Um, they've really been dominant all season. Um, the addition of of AJ Brown has really revitalized that that offense. Um, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I I do think that Mahomes wins it, but um, 
you know, I think that that hurts has really taken that, that, that leap forward, um, that, that the Philly executives were really wanting him to. And I think, I think that the Eagles are, are an incredibly intimidating foe. And I think that, that, um, you know, they're just incredibly well-rounded and, and I, I would be, I would be pretty nervous to face them. So I'm, I'm going to say a nine. Yeah. And I do have Philly at a nine too. And the funny thing to me is that, you know, I see a lot of people out there and there are a lot of people talking about Kansas city. They're talking about the Niners, the bills. I feel like the Eagles being a one seed being, you know, a, a team as good as they were in the regular season are kind of flying under the radar, which sounds like yeah. kind of weird, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people aren't giving them the respect they really deserve. I mean, this fully agree. Yep. You know, Jalen Hurts, like you said, MVP. I mean, the guy lost one game this year when he played. Only one game this entire season when he played. Um, A.J. Brown, like you said, elevated the offense. Devontae Smith, their run game is is dominant. Their defense is dominant. Darius Slay had an amazing year. I mean, you know, this team is fantastic. And they're a team I don't want to play. I hope we don't have to play. Um, But... This Eagles team is really, really good. So I have them at a nine as well. Um, you know, like I mean, you hit it, you hit it too, man. It's just the Eagles might be the best team in the NFC. I, I mean, I think it's probably us or the or the Eagles. You could go either way with that. Um, but I might give that crown to the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, obviously. I yes, mean, when Jalen Hurts yeah. plays, their offense is just amazing, isn't but if it? He's not playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh yeah, no, no. I, they give me the dropped, Niners. They, they go to a five. They drop to a five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, so now Jalen Hurts. I mean, like I've said before, he's my MVP pick this season. Um, like I said, one one loss this year where you could see how great this offense is when he's out there. Everything about that guy is good. Um, so definitely, definitely a team I don't really want to play. The Philadelphia oh. Eagles, <clears throat> the Giants. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Daniel Jones has has also been playing really well this year. Um uh you know Saquon has has returned back to form. Um at the same time, you know, I I'm not super scared of the Giants. Um yeah, I think that compared to at least the other teams in the NFC, they're pretty middle of the road. Um uh-huh. they're, you know, I I'm just you got to stop Saquon, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that the 49ers front seven is certainly strong enough to do that. Um, and then with Daniel Jones, I mean, I'm not I mean, he's played really well this year. But he's still Daniel Jones. Um, he's Daniel Jones. <laughs> so I'm not super afraid of the Giants. Me neither. I'm going to have them at um a 4.5 um uh yeah what are your thoughts um i i i pretty much i agree with everything you said um i have them a lot lower than a 4.5 though i they're a team where i'm just like bring them on i'm really not scared of the giants one bit um i have the, i got them at like a one i put them at a one on one. my thing Really, they're a team where I'm like, bring it on. I would much rather face the Giants than face the Bucs. Um, and again, the Bucs have not been good this season. And if the Bucs had Daniel Jones, they'd probably be a one. But again, they have they have Tom Brady. 
Um, I was hoping the Niners would match up against the Giants, um, you know, in, in the first round, in the wild card round. That didn't end up happening, obviously, but really just not scared of the Giants. Now, if we end up playing the Giants, that means they must be winning games, and then my rating would probably go up. But at this moment right now, I'm just not scared of the Giants at all. Really, I think we can just manhandle those guys. Um, so I got those guys over one. That's fair. I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop them down to a four. I would still rather have the Bucks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the four here. Obviously, if they beat the Vikings, that four will probably turn into a six. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not too yeah. afraid of them. Yeah, <clears throat> Seattle. The matchup, the one we got, wild card round, baby. Who you? Who, yeah, how- you know, I mean, uh, we beat them twice before this year. Um, Geno Smith, good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not confident in his weapons. You know, I, I think that DK has regressed. I think that Tyler Lockett isn't really. You know. I mean, he doesn't get any yards after the catch, which I guess is, you know, fine for him. But, you know, that's losing out some yardage there, I guess. Um, obviously, if they were fully healthy, they'd be a little bit scarier. Um, but um, I'm going to I'm going to just because I'm a pessimistic 49ers fan because we played him <laughs> twice already. That's fair. I'm putting him at a solid six. I'm putting him Ooh, at a six. It's pretty high. I know. I know it's high. But you know, it's the third time we're playing them. Pete oh, Carroll, yeah. good, good coach. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm I'm incredibly pessimistic. I don't know if it's my own bias against my my own team. <laughs> yeah, but hey. yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little <laughs> nervous, and so that's, I'm out of six. That's so funny because it makes me laugh because there are people who are like, "Oh, you're saying that because you're biased," you know, if if you think good of your team. But it's kind of we're like the total. We we can be the total opposite, and it's like, and yeah. they're like, "What are you? You're just hating." It's like, no, it's not it's, hating. I'm not it's, hating. It's just I've been scorned <laughs> so many times. Yeah, no, you're right, and we obviously we talked about this game earlier because this is the game that's actually happening in the first round and going into this game, like I said. I'm confident that we're going to win. I think we'll win, but it's, I'm not going in there like I would be against the giants. I really think we destroy the giants, but, but Seattle, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a different story. Um, I got Seattle out of three. Um, again, I'm still pretty confident that, 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 that we'd beat them. I, I don't have a lot of, um, I think I'm just, I think I'm just not confident. in the Maybe I could, and that's fair because that's, I, I totally I can see what you're saying, and maybe I could bump him to a three and a half forest range, um, because of the sole fact that, like we said earlier, we talked a lot about this, but the rivalry they they beaten us. You know, it's Pete Carroll. He's a great coach. He's a way better coach than Shanahan. Um, he, he could get. Ooh. Oh no, I I definitely think so. Um, you're, Ooh, you're, I don't know about that. Really? No, no, no. That's oh, oh no. My God. I do. I, I I think Pete Carroll is a. Yeah, I mean, look at this season. You know, I mean, I mean who maybe, thought, who maybe thought? better, but I don't know about way better, man. That was... I'd take Pete Carroll. If if they said who's your co- if you were if I was building a team, I would take Pete Carroll 100 percent over, take over Pete Shane. Carroll over everyone else. Over no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm talking about if it was Shan, uh, Shanahan or uh or, or Pete Carroll. I'm taking Pete Carroll for sure. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But whatever. That's that's a conversation for another time. Um uh, let's move on. Boy, that that that's that de- he's definitely a big part of the reason why I think uh, that they 
could win uh, uh, Pete Carroll. But again, I have him out of three. Like I said, maybe three and a half, four, but not much higher than that. I, I, I don't, I'm not super scared of Seattle. I had the Packers above them. You know, like I thought I was more afraid of the Packers, more afraid of Aaron Rodgers because that offense was starting to click towards the end and the defense was playing well. But um, I got Seattle at about a three. <clears throat> Last team in the NFC, Minnesota. How you feeling? Um, I'd maybe like maybe a, a this one's probably a little bit more accurate to have them at a six. Um, yeah. I I feel like I'm just not. I'm not sold on Minnesota. I mean, they win, right? That's what matters. The W's in the book. Um, not necessarily how you do it. Um, unless you're evaluating the teams based off performance, then it does matter, right? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, they got 13 wins this season. That's impressive. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins did what he had to do. Um, Justin Jefferson playing incredibly solid. Um, Dalvin Cook, good running back. Um, I'm just not sold uh-huh. on them either. Um, I think that they very much could lose to the Giants. I think that they're they're one of the weaker three seeds we've seen. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna also have them at a six, maybe six point five. Yeah, I got Minnesota out of five, right in the middle. Um, like you said, probably a weaker three seed that we've seen, um, you know, solid team, uh, pretty powerful offense when you look at the weapons, but they just, we covered it earlier. They seem to be in close, find themselves in close situations all the time, no matter who they play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's not the best thing if for, for a championship contending team, um, you know, if you if you're having trouble really beating the bad teams. So I got Minnesota at a five, still a good team, still a team that I'm not just gonna overlook and blow off. Pause. But um <laughs> we should can we we should be able to take Minnesota. I got him right in the middle at about a five. <clears throat> yeah. And that oh, you got something else to say? No, I'm just agreeing. Perfect. Yeah, that's all the NFC teams, all the teams we can potentially face on our road to the Super Bowl. Now, there are seven teams that we could potentially face if we make it and if they make it in the Super Bowl, starting with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh yeah. Um I'm 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 pretty nervous. If I'd be pretty nervous if we had to play the Bengals. Um I'd I'd put them out a at a solid Eight five. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Joe Burrow, um, is really that guy. Um, I think you know. I mean, I've talked about their their offensive weapons already. Um, when you're when you have the the best wide receiver three in Tyler Boyd in the in the league, mm-hmm. um, you know that's oh, yeah. just that's that's a testament to your weapons. Um, with Chase and Higgins and Boyd, um. Who, who's their tight end? Uzama, right? Who's, who's no, that? they have um, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. You know, he's yeah. not. Oh, he's solid tight end. Yeah, he's, you know, he's not Kelsey, obviously, no. or, or yeah. Mark Andrews or Kittle, but, you know, he's solid, right? Um, And then Joe Mixon been playing very well, too. I, I think... I think they're they're an incredibly dangerous team. Um, I'd be, I'd be pretty nervous to face them. I think that Joe Burrow... 
I mean, he's been there. He's been oh, there. Yeah. Um, he knows playoff success. He knows playoff heartbreak. I mean, mm-hmm. he's played in a Super Bowl, and that's that's impressive. Um, you can only say that about uh one other quarterback in the AFC. Um yep. at least in the AFC postseason. Um, and then in the NFC, let me think here. Um, well, you could only say that about about Tom Brady. So he's one of three quarterbacks uh in the playoffs right now that has played in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um he didn't win it, but you know, he's been there. And been there. so, you know, he you know that he's hungry and and I I'm yeah, eight five. I'm I'd be nervous to face them. I got him at an eight five too. Um very good offense. Yeah. Just a powerhouse on offense. Uh Joe Burrow you know, started this started the season uh, first two games slow and it's just dominated ever since, especially in the, in this last win streak that they're on right this second. So, you know, don't want to play Cincinnati. I would I would prefer not to play Cincinnati. Um, there's probably you know, there's about three teams that I think realistically will make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC and Cincinnati's one of them. I think they really have a legitimate shot to to make it back there. Um, he seems to have Mahomes number for the most part when it comes to playing each other head-to-head matchups um and yeah man like you said Cincinnati their wide receiver room is insane I mean I mean having Tyler Boyd as your wide receiver three he could realistically be he's Lamar Jackson's wide receiver one I mean like it's crazy so um this Bengals team is definitely a team to be feared definitely would would prefer to not play them Um, next Buffalo Bills yeah, um, they're a nine. Um, I'm I'm terrified of Buffalo. I think they're a very good team. I think they're slightly better than 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 Cincinnati. Um, you know, uh, at Stephon Diggs, phenomenal. Um, Josh Allen, phenomenal. Um, you know, Cole Beasley, John Brown, they're solid additions too. But then you got to think too. Like after everything that we've seen over the past what week and a half for Demar Hamlin, um, uh, they're the team of destiny. Um, they've got the That's, entire yeah. country's backing. Um, you know, if your team, like you said earlier in this podcast, if your team's out, the Bills are your team most likely. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I I would not want to face them. Um, they're a nine. They're they're very a very comfortable nine. And I, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I think a 49ers bills Super Bowl would be really fun. Yeah. Um, I'd be obviously upset um, and inconsolable if the 49ers made it to another Super Bowl and then lost. Um, But, you know, out of all the AFC teams, I'd like it to be a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl, which is four of them, you know, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, Chargers. Um. So, you know, if it's the Bills, that would be that would be, I guess, the most fine with me. Um, considering everything that their, you know, organization has gone through over the past week and a half. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Don't want to play the Bills. I got them at a nine and a half. Um, definitely scared of Buffalo. This team is this team is very I mean, even just putting aside everything that's happened, if the team of destiny is the perfect way to put it. Because earlier when I was talking about it, I was trying to find the right words. Team of destiny. That's what they are. They are the team of destiny this season. The script writers, 
If there are those NFL script writers out there, they're writing up a script right now. Hines having two, you know, (laughs) touchdown returns. Like, that's incredible. And I heard that that was the first time they've had a touchdown return. In, in three, three years and three years, three days or whatever. Three yeah. years and three months, dude. Oh, yeah. It was something like that. Something like that. Maybe it was three days, but it was something like that. And it was that's and then, pretty crazy. And then there were there were there were like three quarters and three minutes separating between the two. Or so, I don't know. There's some there's some <laughs> other three there. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's just it's, it's an crazy. ESPN stat, but it's oh, like yeah. it's, it's impressive too. It's it is. Fun. I mean, especially yeah, I mean, it's something that you're like. That's pointless, but also makes you think a little <laughs> bit. Um, it's a lot like remember when uh Jose Fernandez hit that or, or D Gordon hit the home run when uh Jose Fernandez he died tragically. He had that yep. like boating accident. That was crazy. That's unreal. Um, yeah, like one of those yep. situations. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, back to Buffalo. Team of destiny. Don't want to play them. Very good team all around. I mean, they were before the season even began. They were my pick to win it. Popular pick, but that was a very valid pick. This team is good. Um, Josh Allen is is just so so good. Him and Stephon Diggs have an unreal connection, and um, and the defense well, is is good well, too. So, a team I don't want to play in the Super Bowl. I think that would be a super entertaining Super Bowl. Bills and Niners. I think people want that. I feel like people want Bills and Niners. Um, that'll definitely be, I don't want Bills Niners. I want, I want Niners Jags, but, um, you know, Bills definitely Niners Dolphins, Niners (laughs) Dolphins, please. And then maybe Tua can sit out for concussion protocol. Not that he gets another just from this last one. Um, Chargers. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, I'm not as, I'm not as afraid of the Chargers. Um, I mean, we beat them earlier this season. Granted, um, you know, I, I think, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were both out. Yeah, they weren't playing. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm not super afraid of them. I do think that Herbert is on that level of the mm-hmm. previous two quarterbacks that we mentioned. Of course, um, you know, when you when you talk about the 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 AFC quarterbacks, you know, you talk about Mahomes, um, Lamar. You know, bet the best five at least, um, not in any order, but Mahomes, um, Lamar. Herbert Burrow and Allen and and Herbert Herbert's you know he's he's that guy Herbert's you, you gotta you gotta really plan around Herbert's um abilities uh-huh. um at the same time I think that they have a lot of you know solid names on their team but I think there's there's a drop off you know um after their their superstars, you know, Keenan Allen, Bosa, whatever, there's a drop off to your average player. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that that Brandon Staley hasn't really proven that he can um, elevate these players to to yeah. a high level. So for the Chargers, I don't know. I'd have them at a four. I got um, them at a four. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too afraid of the Chargers. Me neither. Not not too afraid of the Chargers. I got them at a four, four and a half. Um, again, you hit it right on the head. This team has has talent, and, and and I think when you look at rosters, like if you were to just take the top five players from every roster, you'd say, man, the Chargers have got to be one of the best teams in the NFL, sure, like sure. top team. Um, but like you said, they have that drop off, and I think that's kind of different when you look at a team like like the Niners. I mean, they 
they have consistency throughout their entire roster. I mean, they got players pretty much everywhere. Um, backups even. I mean, our defensive line has been through backups and backups this season and right. throughout the last couple of seasons. I mean, we just shuffled through guys and they all seem to be pretty dang good. So, um, you know, this Chargers team doesn't strike a whole lot of fear in me. Obviously, Justin Herbert's you got to give his your respects to him. You don't want to you take you can't take him lightly. Um, but overall, not too scared of the Chargers if we were to match up against them. Kansas City. 10, 10, 10, terrified. Oh my God. Oh my God. I do not want a repeat of 2019. <laughs> me neither. God, terrified, of them. terrified of them. 11, maybe. Um, I mean, yeah. they lost Broke the scale. <laughs> they lost, they lost, um, Tyreek Hill, um, this offseason, yet they're, they're somehow like better. Like, it's just, <laughs> I know. Oh my, I think Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. is the best tight end in the league. Um, um, I'm just, you know, off, offensively, I'd still take Kittle. I'd still, cause Kittle can block like a left, like a left tackle, yeah. but whatever, you know, like Kelsey is incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, honestly, like thinking about it now, like based off of, of like position, like, like, um, position value, Travis Kelsey should be drafted first overall in every single fantasy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's incredible. Right. Um, you, you don't need to like, you could draft like a, like, uh, um, CMC, um, later or, or like, Oh, not, not later, but you know, like you could draft a good running back later. You could draft a good wide receiver later, but once Kelsey's drafted, it's like, drop. you off. know, you gotta, you gotta accept that your, your tight end's probably just going to have like seven points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I'm sorry. But no, I'm 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 terrified of the Chiefs. Um, I think that if it is a rematch, 49ers, Chiefs, Super Bowl, um, obviously it would be that much better to beat Kansas City. Um mm. at the same time, if we lose, it would be so much worse. So much um, worse. I'd cry so, again. <laughs> no, I I I think I would probably give up football for for some time. Um yeah, just, no, I'm just, about it. just thinking about it like makes my stomach my stomach turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very scared of Kansas City. I have them at a ten, obviously. I it's you know obviously for us we played them back in 2019 in the Super Bowl, and that ended horribly because we all know why. Um, and it's just I am so scared of Patrick Mahomes and. You know, you give your respects to Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, but Mahomes is just on another level. There's no quarterback yeah. in the league right now that's better than Patrick Mahomes. You're so um, right. You're right. You can't really – I don't really see an argument for even Josh Allen. Like, it's like he's just the best. You 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 fight for second now because Matt, Patrick Mahomes is the best, and he probably will be for the next, like, at least, like, seven years. I mean, he's just that unreal. And when you have a quarterback like that, who is just so clearly by by far just the best quarterback in the NFL, that is so valuable. That is so ridiculously valuable for your team. So Kansas City scares the heck out of me. They may have lost Tyreek Hill, but they haven't lost a step, man. It's like they may not have that dynamic 60-yard touchdown play anymore with Tyreek, 
They don't but need they it. Play, they, they don't need it. They could just play that shorter game, and they get there. They get there, and they do it fast somehow. And it scares me. And if we if I were to see coming up Super Bowl and look at the scorecard, Niners, Chiefs, that just that sight would give me PTSD. And no, I'm I'm rooting I'm rooting against them this oh yeah season and every single game that they that they potentially play. Hopefully it's just one, right? Like hopefully yeah. they. I don't know. They lose to the Chargers or something. Like, yeah. I just, exactly. oh my gosh, I'm terrified of them. Me too, man. And I, to be honest, obviously we can beat them, but I don't have a whole lot of confidence that we would. Um, that that team just scares me. But let's hope that it doesn't get to that because we we want a Super Bowl. Come on. I mean, God, how much does it so take bad. for a guy to get a Super Bowl around here, dude? I mean, oh, so bad. We've struggled with that for so long and we've come so close. We've been through so much crap for so dude. long, dude, and we just I I give up. It. I give up so much for just oh, yeah. one Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. my. Me too, man. It's not close. It's something that I want if we had a parade, I'm there because I may not see it again. It's just the yeah. experience of a Super Bowl, the Niners, the team, especially after all the heartbreak, it it would feel just fantastic. But it's got to come at some point, right? Like we, it's got to come at some point. So hopefully the Chiefs don't stand in our way and we hand Mahomes. But we don't have Jimmy G this time. So... You know, we don't have somebody throwing with his eyes closed. Like, yeah, who knows? Maybe Mark Purdy will, will make that like step this. forward. Yeah, okay. maybe he will. All right, Anybody? let's move on. Dolphins. Let's move, let's move on. Yeah, scared of those guys. Dolphins, not very scared of the Dolphins. Um, You know, maybe earlier in this season yeah, I would have been a one. little bit more. But I have them at about a uh, three and a half, four. Just, you know, Tyree Kill. Oh, yeah. I mean, still, I mean, I'm not going to. I think we're a lot better. I think we'd beat them, but. Tyreek Hill, man, the guys, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean, they're that's a very tough wide receiver duo. And I know we torched them, we we killed them in the in the in their regular season, and that was great to see, and that gives me hope. Um, but still, gotta you know, those guys can just outrun you like that. <laughs> and so, um, I got them out of three and a half to four ish range, three point seven five, as one might say. I'm you know what? okay I. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at a two. I'm not I'm not too afraid of him. I do think that that you know they that is probably the best wide receiver duo um in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Waddle Waddle and Hill. Um, but you know I'm not I'm not confident in their quarterback play. Um, when he's playing, two is good. At least he's he's good this season. Um, but you know. He gets injured a lot, concussion factors in, you know, and we spanked him um, earlier this season. I think that if they happen to be our our opponent in the Super Bowl, obviously you take them very seriously because they beat the rest of the AFC, right? But at the same time, not too afraid. So yeah. I'd, I'd put them on a two. Yeah, that's totally fair. <clears throat> Jags. I mean, these next couple teams, it's, it's, it's not a whole lot of fear in me. Uh Jags, I got them at two and a half, three. Just not too scared. Not not yet. You know, maybe in a couple of years I'll be scared of the Jags, but right yeah. this moment I'm I'm not very scared. Yeah, of one and a half, one yeah. and a half. Um, Jags might might be the one that I'm I'm least afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's totally fair. I mean, they're just 
you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing well. They have some solid pieces on the roster, um, squeaked in by beating Tennessee. So what were they weren't they like nine and eight or maybe ten and seven? They're they're nine and um, eight. Um and that they, they barely beat Tennessee led by mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not <laughs> Yeah, not scared. I of mean, that would be sick if it's Niners Jags, you know. Oh yeah. I hope it's not. I, I don't even know if I'd be like fully upset if if the, <laughs> if the Niners lost to the Jags. I kind of just like be I shocked. Know. I'd be dis- yeah. I'd be very disappointed. I would. Oh, I just. Sure. I'd look at sure. Shanahan and just like you really lost to the damn the, uh, Jags. Get really? out of here. Bring me, uh, bring me Sean McVay. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, I meant to say Sean Payton, but or McVay. I think McVay's better too, but I meant to say Sean Payton. But yeah, I, McVay's not better. Be be for real. Uh, oh no, McVay's I think not better. Payton, he's probably Sean Payton's better. Oh, McVay and McVay and Shanahan are close, but um, I'm definitely yeah. taking Sean Payton. Yeah, sure. okay, that's right. yeah, but McVay, that's what I meant to say. McVay's not better than than Shanahan. They're close. I'll give you Shanahan. Yeah, not but not really. Close. No, not really. I would I would say not not so much. I I. <laughs> I think they're close. I don't, I mean, I'll give you whoever you want, but they're close. You just hate Shanahan. <laughs> I don't like Shanahan. <laughs> I, I, that's true. Um, okay. And the final team, the Baltimore Ravens. Really, if 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 they didn't have Lamar, I could put him at zero. I'm I wouldn't really fear them at all. But since the Niners kind of sometimes have trouble with mobile quarterbacks, and obviously he's the toughest one, you know, the best one, best mobile quarterback in the league, the toughest one to plan for, I put him at around a two and a half just for that sole fact. Um, all those two and a half points go to just strictly because of Lamar Jackson um, and how tough he might be to game plan for. So, um, yeah, not not um, overall not scared though. I I'd, I'd put him at a four. Um, I think that you know their defense. Also, you got to reckon with that. That's true. Um, Roquan Smith, incredible. Um, you know, he's really elevated the play of, uh, you know, people like uh, Patrick Queen. So I think, yeah. I think you you got assuming that their their defense is still playing at a, at a high level. Um, I, I'd I'd get him. I'd give him a four. I, I'd agree that that really it's it's just down to two factors it's their defense and it's lamar jackson if it's tyler huntley playing or whoever else yeah they're not scary at all mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah i i think i think you still got to reckon with their defense and they you know they that's true they're still there that's um, true. but if it's lamar you know you, you really got to respect lamar so i'd say four yeah maybe that's totally fair um, gotta respect Lamar. Well, gotta well, okay. Now I now I have a right, now I have a question. Never, never thought I'd hear you say that. That's incredible. I'm gonna bring that up every time. Gotta what? respect Lamar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar, Derek, proves- Carr, Derek Carr's better than Lamar Jackson. All right. Well, I'm not. Lamar's better, but Derek Carr's getting a little better. too much flack right now. Significantly right. better. Well, yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson towards the end of the year wasn't looking all that fancy, but oh, no, he was, he's fine. He, he's well before that, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lamar's top 10 for sure. Uh huh. Derek Carr, maybe not right now, but he never got the help he needed. But, anyways, um, Hank, 
right on. I appreciate you coming. Oh, I was going to ask you one more question. Um, If you weren't a Niner fan, say you were a fan of a random team, what's your, what's your level of fear for the Niners? What, what would you, what would be your rating? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd put them pretty high. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably put them at a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, they would be a 10 if, dang, it is raining really hard. Sorry. Is it? Um, um, I, they, they would be a 10 if we knew more mm-hmm. about Brock Purdy's abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, for the sole, the sole reason that, that it's unknown just exactly how good or how bad he can be. Cause we really haven't seen him play poorly. I mean, apart from, from, you know, do you remember that, that missed handoff? Oh, um, that, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Wasn't it George like, that was him. Like people yeah, are forgetting yeah. that now because he's playing at an incredibly high level. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's probably like, I mean, apart from like a, like the interceptions he's thrown, it's probably like the low point of his season, but you know, so like, funny. He's still playing at a at a really really high level. He's still playing like way better than anybody thought he would. Yeah. Um, and and the 49ers defense incredibly dominant. The addition of Christian McCaffrey has completely oh, yeah. changed this offense. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, when Debo Samuel's healthy, um you know, you got Debo, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Dewan Jennings at, at, at wide receiver three is is incredibly good wide receiver three. Um, Kittle has you know rejoined the offensive weapons. You know we're not using him as much as like at uh, we're not just using him as a left tackle anymore. Or <laughs> nope. actually using him as a yeah. receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Uzcheck. I mean, yes, is he the only fullback we regularly used in the league? Yeah, more <laughs> yeah, most likely. Does that still does that take away from his like actual abilities as a player? No, not at all. Nope. I think that if you like you gotta you gotta lump him in with like the tight ends or whatever. I think he's you know a top arguably top five tight end fullback in the league. I yeah. think I think that that it's an incredible team, an incredibly well-rounded team. Um, and I, I'd put him out of nine. Yeah, hard to disagree with anything you said there, man. Nine is very fair. It's a very good team. As pessimistic as we can be, we will obviously recognize how great this team is. Um, I don't even like to say pessimistic. As realistic as we can be, because we're realistic. Um, let's 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 hope it's not realistic for this year. Let's yeah, hope. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, man, this team is is talented everywhere and like you said i think the biggest thing you have to bring up is the addition of christian mccaffrey i mean that might be the greatest trade in 49ers history if this all works out um (laughs) let's 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 slow down a little bit there well no i I mean if it all works out i mean if if it works out super bowl that's what but like i'm not gonna call it that right the second but i'm just saying that the the amount that how elevated this offense has become with him in the lineup now it's, yeah. I mean, you can see it. It's so it's right there. And, it, and, you know, how great he actually plays. And and also one thing that I love to bring up is how much more, like you said, our weapons are being utilized, like uh, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. Those guys weren't being as utilized. Maybe Brandon Ayuk a little bit, but with, with, with Jimmy G, I mean, they just weren't, especially Kittle. 
um, and, and Purdy loves Kittle. And thank God, because Kittle is so talented. He is a very talented receiving tight end. He's great at everything when it comes to being a tight end. And one of those things is catching the ball yards after catch. And then of course he can block. So, you know, utilizing our team's talents, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon, Ayuk, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, who had two touchdowns last week, just talent everywhere. This team should be feared by other teams. Definitely. Um, but we are the Niners. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what the heck's going to happen. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully it all works out. We raised stinking trophy number six, uh, first one of our lifetime. It'd be incredible. Would be absolutely incredible. Um, but anyways, Hank, man, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, let the people let the people know where to find you. Yep. Um, so stuff socials <laughs> have stayed the same. Um, TikTok at Hankatron, H-A-N-K-I. I-T-R-O-N. Um, and then my Instagram is frankly underscore it's Hank Lee, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y underscore I-T-S-H-A-N-K-L-I-E. Um, Twitter still down. So I guess you can find me on, on my Bismack account. Um, don't ask questions about it. Um, but it's at B-I-S-M-A-C-K-S-T-A-N. Um, the unofficial Bismack Biambo stand account. I'm not, I'm not as I haven't really been on Twitter that much. So, uh, really? yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I haven't been watching a whole lot of NBA, if I'm being honest. Um, you haven't? No, I've kind of just been football recently. Yeah. It's tough. Like, obviously, I'm watching NBA, but especially football season, it's like tough to swing in right into just another so season dominant. of basketball. It's so dominant. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. watch the NBA, you know, after the Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, good news for NBA for Warrior fans, actually, though. Steph Curry, I'm pretty sure, comes back tonight from his injuries. So that'll be fun to yes. see. I think they're playing the Suns. So that'll be good. It's still a bummer that your Twitter's down. <laughs> but, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Case they're all, they're all. I mean, I'm I'm paying attention to enough. Um, yeah. Enough basketball where I'm, uh, you know, the, the Kings are making me happy. Um, yeah. You know, they're making everybody happy. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, light the beam. That's so like the beam. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is fun to say. Every everybody wants the Kings to do well. You know. Oh yeah. How, if you're if you don't want the Kings to do well, I question you as an NBA fan and just a human in general. Yeah. I mean, they've been through so much crap so much. over the years, and it's like it's so great to see them finally win games. Sabonis, Herder, you know, yeah. Fox, they're playing incredible. Incredible. They are. They are. And if a team weren't to win the were to win the finals this year, not named. Not name the Warriors. Give me the Kings. Give me the other team just a couple hours away. I'll That'll take Sacramento. That'll be fun. Um, but anyways, yeah, Hank, I appreciate you coming on, dude. It was, it's always right. a good time. Um, we'll have you on again soon. Um, if you're out there listening, everybody, I appreciate it. Uh, you could definitely leave a review, a rating, five stars preferably. But again, like we have, like we like to say here, be honest. Let be honest. us know. <laughs> yeah, let, let us know how you really feel. Yes, um, sir. And, uh, you know, you can find me on social media on Instagram at the night shift pod at TikTok at the night shift pod and on Twitter at the night shift two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Appreciate you again, Hank. It's always a good time. Uh, and let's go watch the Niners beat up on the Seahawks this weekend. Hopefully. So I hope so. Let's do it, man. And, uh, that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Peace.